United States had a great recession not long ago, and during that time, the rate of unemployment became very high. Around the world recently, many countries have had downturns or recessions, and again, high unemployment. So there's been a big debate amongst economists recently about fiscal policy. Now, fiscal policy occurs when a government changes its plans for spending and or taxing. Does this have the potential to put more people back to work at relatively low cost? Alex, what's the case for fiscal policy? Well, let's start with the classic case. Suppose there's some sort of shock. It could be an oil price increase. It could be a financial crisis. Maybe it's even something like Keynes's animal spirits. For whatever reason, suppose that people start to save more and spend less. They get worried. They're worried about the future. So they, I can't spend now. Now's not a good time to buy. But when people spend less, other people's incomes start to fall, and they start to spend less. And there's a possibility of a downward spiral in which everyone's spending less, and that's causing other people to spend less and creating unemployment, causing a lot of problems. If the government can come in and replace that spending, perhaps temporarily, to make up, bolster that spending for a short period of time, then maybe they could prevent some of that unemployment from happening in the first place. Sometimes I worry about the quality of government decision-making. The federal government will go to state and local governments, ask for a list of favorite projects. The local governments know these will be paid for. They send along a bunch of ideas that are half-baked or not ready. And there's such a rush to get the stimulus spending out there that sometimes I think we'd be better taking our time, spending our money in the more effective ways, and focusing more on the long term. Yeah, so there's a problem with targeting, and there's also a problem with timeliness. And these two are intention. So when people use these words, timely and targeted, what do they mean? Let's start with targeted. Ideally, we'd like the money to employ people who are unemployed or to go very close to where people are unemployed. But if the government doesn't have projects which are going to directly employ those people, then it's not very targeted. If instead we start spending money on, you know, boosting universities, I'm all for boosting universities, but that's not going to help the unemployed very much. And timely, we've got to do this fairly quickly if we want the money to have an effect. And there's often a trade-off. If it's timely, that means we're doing it more quickly. And it's harder to figure out if that's the project we actually should be doing. Everything's in a rush. It might be a project that doesn't make sense, or we're building the wrong road, or it's bad for the environment in a harmful way. But again, if we wait too long, like you said, by the time it happens, the recession might be over. So getting the timing right on fiscal policy can be very difficult. Well, hopefully there are some projects which we would want the government to do anyway. And maybe it just speeds them up. Or maybe it keeps a list of sort of shovel-ready projects like, you know, improving the transportation system, the road system, filling in potholes. There are some things we want the government to do. And if they can do it now rather than later, then why not? Well, let's assume that we do need to replace spending in at least some way. There's two different ways we could do it. We could cut people's taxes so the private sector could be spending more, or the government on its own books could decide to do more spending and choose some projects and try to target labor and to stimulate the economy that way. So a lot of debates in fiscal policy are about which will be more effective, the tax cut or the government spending? And what do you think right. that depends upon? I mean, if you cut the taxes, the big advantage of that is that you leave where and how much people spend in their own hands. You leave it to the private sector. You let people decide how they're going to spend that extra money. If instead you have the government spend the money, well, if you're an optimist, 
then you think that there's a whole bunch of government projects which we need to do anyway. You know, perhaps we need to fix the roads anyway because of all these potholes. And if we can do it now rather than later, then that's great. If you're a little bit more of a pessimist, however, then you're going to be thinking, why didn't we do these projects before? If these projects were so great, why didn't we do them in the good times? I noticed in our last burst of big fiscal policy, one thing our government did was spend a lot of money to make the economy more green. Well, okay, that makes sense. And another big thing they did was spend a lot of money to build a lot more roads so we can have more cars driving around. Well, maybe that makes sense, but you put the two together and you have to wonder, hmm, were they just in a little too much of a rush here? Yeah, and here's another problem. Sometimes the issue really is the fear factor. And what the government needs to do is just step in temporarily until people calm down a little bit and the economy recovers. But at other times, the problem is more fundamental. Sometimes we really do need to restructure our economy. Some industries need to go away and some industries need to be born. And if that's the problem, then fiscal policy can actually slow things down. Sometimes what happens in a recession is that fiscal policy becomes confused with industrial policy. And a lot of countries have ended up slowing down where their economy is eventually going by trying to prop up old industries, industries which are going to die anyway. And if you try and prop them up, you can have decades of losses before your economy finally restructures. Here's another one of my worries. The original recipe behind fiscal policy was that governments would run sizable surpluses in good times and then spend down those surpluses in bad times. And that does make sense. But if you look at what we've actually done, we're not running surpluses, period. We keep on running deficits in good and bad times. The total debt gets higher. And then bad times come along, and we're told we should increase the debt even more, even more. But eventually, we're going to get to the point where we'll have to pay it back by some mix of spending cuts and a tax increase. That will be contractionary fiscal policy. We may not be able to control when that happens. So there's this big negative penalty out on the end of this story, and we haven't seen it yet. But that, too, I count as a cost of fiscal policy. Yeah, so maybe one compromise here is what economists call automatic stabilizers, or rules which we put into place. So for example, when the unemployment rate goes up, we automatically spend more on unemployment insurance. And that has two good effects. First of all, we're helping out people who need some help. The second good effect is that we're putting more money into the economy. We're allowing those people to spend more. And if we had more of these rules put into place, I think there'd be more agreement on what kinds of fiscal policies would actually be useful. Another kind of rule we might consider would be cuts in the payroll tax every time the economy's in a recession. What do you think of that? I think it's a great idea. Singapore actually does that. They do a lot of advanced things in Singapore. And if we can cut the payroll tax when the unemployment rate goes up, not only do we put more money in the economy, but there's a supply side effect as well. It increases the incentive to work and to hire. So I sum up at least some of the debate this way. You know, in principle, Fiscal policy through more government spending, it can work, but it relies upon a lot of assumptions about how effective government is. And people who tend to have an optimistic view of government tend to favor fiscal policy through more government spending, but a lot of other people are more pessimistic. And that's what a lot of the issue depends upon.